In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One who comes to give us a life that is filled with meaning. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, what is the meaning of life? That's kind of a difficult question to ask, and it's kind of a difficult question to answer. It's a question that we as a human species have been trying to answer for our entire existence, just about. And the problem with it is that it usually comes down to our own individual perspective, that we personally can understand a meaning to our life, but then when we start to expand that out to everybody, that it gets a little bit more difficult. Well, what's the the meaning of life for every single person on the planet? And we start going, I don't know. It's tough enough for me to answer the question, what is the meaning of my life? And maybe we have done a little bit of that. In fact, our entire annual focus, the the sort of theme that's been running through just about everything that we've been doing this year here at University Lutheran has been about vocation. And and so we, we recognize that we are called by the gospel, that each of us are called by the gospel, that the gospel isn't just something that calls people like me, who are professional church workers. It, it isn't just uh, something that calls a specific subset of people, but that rather, no matter what your vocations are, that your vocations are called by the gospel, that they are renewed by the gospel, that when you take a look at the things that you do, day in and day out, that those things are, uh, those opportunities are created for you by a creator God who placed you in the place and time that you are, which is probably the simplest understanding of what it means to have a vocation. That your vocation is simply that you are alive today. And that a part of your vocation also isn't just that you're alive today, but that you're alive in this particular place. That being in space and time means that God has created you and placed you around people. And that your being placed around people is essentially your vocation. That God has set you in space and time in order to bump in to the people that are around you. And so, in some ways, you're fulfilling your vocation every day without doing anything about it because you're just walking through life. But then also, there's a redemptive quality to your vocation. There's a quality to your vocation that says God has redeemed what it is that you do and who you are. So no matter what your vocations are, depending on your time and your space, if that vocation means that you're retired, if that vocation means that you're working, if that vocation means that you're a student, if that vocation means whatever it is that you're doing, that God has said, I have redeemed this by the fact that I have redeemed you. So that when God baptizes you... He's not just baptizing you in theory. He's baptizing you at work. He's baptizing you at home. 
He's baptizing the stuff that you are stepping into. He's baptizing your experience of life because your experience of life is not able to be divided from life itself. Life is experiential. Unless you're watching Netflix. Maybe. And so there's that redemptive quality about having a vocation where, where it goes, okay, no matter what I do, that, that God can redeem what I do. God can redeem my abilities. God can redeem my talents. God can redeem the things that I do every day. It can redeem my relationships with my family. It can re- redeem my relationships with people at work. It can even re- redeem that relationship that I have sort of with my roommate. And there's also another aspect of, of your vocation. And th- that aspect is sort of this uh, big hairy word that we don't talk about much in Lutheran circles. But it, it's this word called sanctification. Where, where your vocation is actually God working through the stuff that's around you and working through your abilities in order to bring you to a place that is holier than where it was. Now, before you get a big head about that, the way that he does that is by forgiving you of your sins over and over and over again. But that what he's doing, as you're walking through this life, as you're living out your vocation, as you're being a student, as you're doing homework, as you're watching even Netflix, as you're doing all sorts of different things, that God is actively making you holier through the power of his Holy Spirit. And, and so there's a little bit in there of the meaning of life. That our meaning to life is tied up in our vocations. That our meaning of life has to do with who God has created us to be. It, it has to do with what God has redeemed in our lives. And it has to do with how God is using that stuff that he's redeemed in order to make us holy. In order to prepare us for this thing that Malachi is talking about in that, well, kind of frightening reading from the Old Testament, right? Yeah, it, it's like everybody is going to die. But then right in the middle there, if you catch it, but for you, you're going to be like a happy cow. Right? You're going to be like a leaping calf is what it actually says, not happy cow. that, That there's going to be something about what God is doing in your life through how he has created you, how he has redeemed you, and how he's sanctifying you that is going to, when he comes, you're going to be one of the weirdos that when he comes, you're like, yay! Which is a really, really amazing thing. Because there's so much in that reading that could and should frighten us. But because we know God will take care of us, we're able to approach life in a way that is manifestly different from those who don't know who Jesus is. Which brings us back 
to this lady. This lady who is giving her two copper coins. And she's giving her two copper coins and placing them into that offering box that Jesus is recognizing that all of these other rich folks are dropping in more into the plate. And she's just like, I got this. Clink, clink. And she walks away. Now there's all sorts of stuff that we could read into what is going on in her life. Jesus says that she gave all that she had to live on. Jesus can know those kind of things. So maybe she's just preparing for death and she's like, well, not going to need this where I'm going. Or maybe she's just trusting. Maybe she is just trusting the Lord who gave her her vocation. Maybe she's trusting the Lord who created that body. That he created it and he's going to continue to keep it. Maybe she's trusting in the Lord who redeemed that body. The Lord who said, I love this person. Maybe she's trusting in the Lord because she's lived such a full life of being sanctified that she doesn't even realize that this is something that somebody would take notice of. That she just goes, I'm giving my last two coins because I give my last two coins every week. I just clear the decks and wait for God. Whatever that is, we can see her faith. And we can know that that is the one thing that prepares us for that great and awesome day of the Lord. You see, the Thessalonians are kind of weird about this. The Thessalonians, they've kind of quit their jobs and they've said, all I'm going to do is just wait around for Jesus to show up. To which Paul says, ah, not the best plan. Maybe you should act, act, actively work for the sake of other people. Maybe you should actually live out your vocation. Maybe you should live out that thing that God gave to you. Because living, you see, has a lot more to do with faith than not living. Just hiding within ourselves, hiding within our comfort zone, hiding within all of the things that we can hide within, even hiding within our sins, is not as fun as living out our vocations. Today is LWML Sunday. A big part, Blake's allergic to LWML, Um, sorry, Um, today is LWML Sunday and LWML Sunday is all about celebrating this organization of people that kind of get this sense of vocation, 
this sense that, hey, I've, I've been created, I've been redeemed, I'm being sanctified. But you don't have to be a part of LWML in order to understand your vocation. Your vocation is simply, you are created. You're here, space and time, with the rest of us. You're redeemed. When you were baptized in the waters, if you were baptized in the waters of holy baptism, that you're redeemed. You are now counted as one of God's children. That when I spoke those words to you, that you were forgiven, that you are forgiven. That if you come up to Holy Communion with us, that you receive the Lord's redemption. And that finally, that we're all being sanctified together every moment that we step with God. We understand that that's what our vocation is. Being created, being redeemed, being sanctified. No matter if that's happening while we're taking care of our children or happening while we're writing a research paper or happening while we're doing anything. That's the meaning of our lives. So now may you walk out into this week able to live life with a new clarity and able to actually answer that hairy question of what is the meaning of your life by simply saying the meaning of my life is that I was created, I am redeemed, and I am being sanctified. Amen.